Dave Wanstead is listed as a former NFL coach from from the from the Chicago by, of the oh boy. Well, well I don't got Dave Rayman Cole because your mic is shot. Tell him throw the flag. I knew it was you all along, Missouri. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna stop you. <laughs> I'm not gonna stop you for different reasons. I'm going hungry. I'm not stealing from the mouth of the devil. Episode 183 of Throw the Flag. Uh, big day. We're recording this moments, mere moments. Almost fell out of my chair. I'm so excited. That's how excited um, he is. <laughs> uh, moments after the uh, playoff committee released their initial rankings. Uh, not a not a lot of surprise. There were a couple teams that were a little lower than I thought. But uh, overall, uh, knee-jerk reactions, because that's all we allow around here. Uh, Creel. Well, uh, the top four teams is kind of no surprise. Alabama, followed by Notre Dame, then Clemson and Ohio State. Uh, you know, two of those will play each other again, so one of them will get knocked out. You know, it's it's kind of what we expected. It kind of matches the uh, the polls that are going around. I think there was some consternation about BYU being 9-0 and and number 14, so they don't really have a pathway – into much um cincinnati's number seven they can maybe get in but they'll need some a lot of movement above them but you know it was pretty much the chalk the best teams are still at the top it's who we expected hankins do you think if uh if and when clemson beats notre dame in the acc championship is uh if if everybody wins out do you think that notre dame would only four to fourth fall to fourth i think it's a flip-flop um i think the, the committee the committee told us what they thought tonight um, you don't matter, Cincinnati. You don't matter. BYU, you don't matter. We all wondered if this was a year they might try some shenanigans just because this would be the year to try the shenanigans. No, they don't care. Three SEC teams in the top five, <laughs> ACC teams in the playoff. Uh, yeah, they don't give a shit. <laughs> they, they watch football the same way they watch football every year. I mean, if BYU is 9-0, I mean, obviously the schedule has them. That's why they've – they're so beaten down um, or, you know, down, down amongst the, the dregs of the rankings. But uh, yeah, I mean, it's going to be one of those, it might just be those four teams. And uh, if not swap Notre Dame for, you know, one of either Florida or A&M, do you see much movement among that five to 10? Um, I don't think so. I, th- I think A&M probably goes, wins the rest of their games. Uh, Florida potentially gets a loss against Alabama. Uh, Northwestern sitting there at number eight. Um, you know, they still get to play Ohio State. I mean, if they beat Ohio State, by all means, put Northwestern in the playoffs. I don't expect them to. But, no, I really don't see anybody in that five to eight range cracking through other than Florida, who has the best shot. Yeah, it doesn't seem um, <clears throat> too likely that uh, anybody's really going to crack through. Uh, for some reason, it feels Wisconsin's like... Wisconsin's just not going to get enough games. 
No, I mean, they're not going to have enough. <laughs> and they got this one. The next they're, one canceled. They're so canceled they're next week. So going to finish the season with six games, I guess. Yep. Mm. Um. Yeah, it doesn't seem uh, too many too many teams have a chance to break through. It feels like, for some reason, it feels like there's still half the season left. But this is legitimately probably the latest that. Uh, <laughs> when when are when are playoff rankings uh, first announced? Usually, usually week like eight November ish, the very beginning of November. So yeah, week eight. Um, you know, like you said, Creel, some teams have two games left. Yeah. <laughs> so some teams have one game left. <clears throat> and this may be the least dramatic because like you said if everybody wins out there's no movement no. and that includes two of the teams playing each other so God, if they play each other three times this year the only the only way that there's movement is if notre dame beats clemson again yeah and shit for even even for that to have happened florida would have to beat florida would have to win out a&M would have to win out and still be sitting there with one. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I just don't – and even then, Clemson still may weasel their way into this thing. <laughs> um, yeah, I think that uh, – I mean, I, I, I don't understand why Ohio State is not the second-best team in the country. I, I get that Notre Dame beat Clemson, but um, I'm all about that eye test, baby. Yeah, people weren't too impressed with their their victory over Indiana because Indiana almost passed for 500 yards. But you know, it's just one of those one of those games. Alabama had one against Ole Miss earlier in the year where the defense looks very suspect. But you know, I think if Ohio State wins out, they can they could easily finish number two in this this playoff ranking. I know the answer is Notre Dame, but <laughs> out of these three teams, who would you rather play in the first round? Um. It's still Notre Dame. I don't know. In the first round, maybe I want Clemson. I don't know. If Clemson has Trevor Lawrence back and Dabo gets to pound the press, the press uh, more about Florida State's COVID situation and this, gets the team riled really, up and circle the, the wagon. I'm here is to hear Freezer's take on Dabo <laughs> and Florida State because we all know that our Freezer, his first love was them Knowles. And his biggest hatred – well, never mind. His four, fourth biggest hatred Ooh. is Dabo Sweeney. <laughs> <laughs> what, what are the other three? Is Lovey and – Lovey, Sumlin, Sumlin. Uh, Obama, oh. then <laughs> Dabo. Uh, but, yeah, just, just to go back to the question, I still don't want to play Clemson in this thing. I still think they have too many pieces – I don't know. There, there must. It's like the ju, the juju or a curse. I don't know. I think they have Alabama's number, so I wouldn't want to see them at all. Well, I'm just forecasting. I'd rather play them. I'd rather lose in the first round than the championship game. So <laughs> just let me play them now. If you get, if I get Notre Dame in the championship game, I, we get to book a trip. <laughs> like you get to enjoy <laughs> yourself. Um. Yeah. Why is? Why do I completely agree? that I'd rather lose in the first round than in the championship. Because it sucks to lose in the championship. <laughs> it fucking sucks. Because you get to write off the whole season. Who won the title in 2013? 2013. how long you had to think about that? You that see was, how long you had to think about that? That was uh, that? Florida State won that it was one. Ohio, uh, that was pre-playoff. 2014, excuse me, 2014. 
That was Ohio State. There you go. I don't. I never. I can't even remember what year it was because we lost in the playoffs, and I just get to clock out. I don't have to care about this. Perfect. I don't even have to watch the game. I'm out. I'm out of here. When the season when the season started this year, I was like, Oh yeah, LSU and Clemson did play for the championship last year. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um. Any other uh, any other playoff ranking related stories? What what did what did Dabo say about Florida State? Well, the Florida State and Clemson were supposed to play last Saturday. Yeah. And everything was booked and scheduled. They hadn't canceled it. Then all of a sudden, either Friday night or Saturday morning after Clemson had traveled to Tallahassee, Clemson reports, oh, by the way, we have this one player who tested positive. They're and scared. he's been practice, practicing with us. He traveled with us. He's in the hotel room. Um, okay. What do you think about that, Florida State? And Florida State's like, uh, no, 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 no. We are not playing you because this player that's tested positive has been with your team all week. He's in the hotel room. He's been on the airplane. Uh, you know, obviously this, this shouldn't take place. Uh, so they canceled the game last Saturday morning. And ever since then, Dabo has been on a soapbox about how Florida state was ducking them. And he is not only like double down and dug in his heels, he's triple and quadruple down. Like he will not let it go that uh, Florida State didn't want to play them because of COVID, and he's saying that Florida State was scared to play them and whatnot. Is Why that is, about right, Hankins? That's it. That's Why does it. he it give a, a shit? Conspiracy, a conspiracy by the Florida State admission, not the players, not the coaches, but the administration themselves are scared to play Clemson. I mean, the shoe was on the other foot last week because we were very anti-LSU ducking Alabama, but, you know, if, not at least guy. I was. I was very not anti. Not this guy. Also, um, it, I mean, it's, a, it's, a, it's, an, a, it's an opportunity not to have your fucking players injured sure, when you're on sure, a playoff run. Just, also, it's Florida State, man. Like, punch up. Jesus yeah, Christ. Clemson's number three in the rankings. If they were sitting, like, at Texas A&M, like, five, and they had to have every single win to – match some hit some magic number they don't have to worry about that because they're going to get their shot at notre dame and that's what the season depends on it doesn't depend on a road game at florida state where they were favored by 35 and florida state's what one in six this year yeah like yeah. that game does not matter and Dabo put a player with symptoms on an airplane yeah that's very that's where poor. The, like if if this was just if this if this was some weird wonky stuff like maybe we saw a little bit – there were speculation that we could make about LSU because just all of a sudden, <clears throat> too sick to play. Like one guy – there was one – they had one guy that if he got sick, it was a wrap. That guy got sick. There's room for speculation. And or they, at least the, they – in, in, in their defense, they announced it like on Monday, yeah. you know, five like days, days before the game. Yeah. This was like the night before slash morning of when the game's yeah. at 11 o'clock in the morning. Like, oh, there by the way, still... this dude tested positive and he's been with us. He's in Tallahassee. Yeah. There were still players like warming up on the field when they canceled. Yeah. <laughs> yes, like that's a wrap. And it's and the <laughs> other thing is, it's your fault, Dabo. Like, I mean, like Dabo's not responsible for COVID. I get it. I'm not putting I'm not I'm not even I'm not even saying, hey man, you can't put a guy on a plane with symptoms. Get I'm not saying that in a vacuum. <laughs> but I'm saying that if you put a kid on the plane with symptoms and the other team says, nah, dude, we ain't playing, y'all, take that lump and go home. Yeah. But it's yeah. Dabo. He can't do it. It's he not cannot. a good look. And then the way he is still venomizing it 
today, which is Tuesday, which is, you know, three days after this happened, you know, he should let it go and focus on Pitt this week. Um, mm-hmm. But maybe he's going to just, I don't know. He, he's just doing what he does. And I, I don't see how this is a win for him to keep vi- fighting to play Florida State. Um, I get it. Florida State was really good in the 90s and they won a national championship seven years ago, but this is not the same Florida State team. It's not even close. This this win does nothing for them. Clemson's the class of the conference, and they have to treat themselves better or act like they're better than this. Um, that's Dabo Swinney. Um, I don't think uh, anybody cares um, about how unlikable he is. No, who, neither does who, he. Yeah, he, he certainly doesn't. Either he, he doesn't see the like contradictions and the losing arguments that he makes week after week after week, or – he just doesn't care. And that's what I don't understand is there's nothing for him to gain no. from this. There is no, there is no, as you, as we, if this is a normal year, which obviously it couldn't be normal, but if this is a thing where, Hey man, we need these games to get in the playoffs. You don't, you're in the playoff. You, you're the, you're the one team with a loss that is in the playoff and you're going to get a chance to avenge that loss. If you don't play but one other game the rest of this year against Notre Dame, you're fine. Your quarterback yeah. has not played a game in what, a month now? Mm-hmm. So consider it some extra practice time. You should have yeah. just stayed on the field and ran some scrimmages. I mean, shit, you'd think that like uh, leveraging these COVID cancellations might be actually a good thing. I mean, Alabama should do it. Why not? Just do it until the playoffs start. Shut it down. Shut it down to the playoffs, especially next get, week. And it well, we might get ball. a little bit of that in Alabama's favor because Arkansas got hit with a cancellation this week, and that's Alabama's next opponent on the schedule. I mean, it could benefit Alabama to not have to play one or two at the end, but uh, yeah, great. Great. I'm with you. Is just let's let's move on to Florida. That's kind of what the season is. So, I wonder if there's going to be any conference championships that get postponed or canceled because of covid i mean those are the those are the the games you can't forfeit or you know you would have to forfeit they uh they seem to have a way around that in sports this year the games that absolutely cannot get canceled somehow don't get canceled yeah, even when it's the game six of the world series and a player test positive in the middle of it <laughs> they can't even stop that guy from coming out on the field to celebrate. So did he get a nose swab in the middle of the the fourth the fourth inning? <laughs> he had he had he had tested positive beforehand, and then they did some other. I guess they tested the sample again. Whatever they did some other things to verify that it was a positive test, and he came out of the game in the seventh inning, I believe. That's where they took him out. Now he was too strong for their security defenses because as soon as the Dodgers won the series, he's back on having the time of his life, just kissing his wife in the mouth, just having a great time. But yeah, so the games that don't get, that can't get canceled seemingly don't get canceled. I'm sure that will happen this year. Um, you want to go conference by conference seems to be the easiest way here. Uh, Pac-12, nothing. <laughs> I hate to, I hate to sound like a broken record, but you know, this was what their third week. Um, Oregon beat UCLA, USC beat, yeah, yeah. Um, <clears throat> we we had Oregon State in California. That was a barn burn. That, that made the third TV. It did. It did. We were tied up in Corvallis for a while. <laughs> oh, going over to the Big Ten. From what I remember. 
<laughs> Going over to the Big Ten, Indiana gave Ohio State a little bit of trouble. Is there any? Uh, is there any way? You know, did Ohio State get exposed in any extent? I don't think so. Um, I remember once I looked on the, I looked up at the game, and uh, I think <laughs> Indiana was being coached by a dragon. Did I see that right? <laughs> yeah. Was yeah. there a dragon on the field at some point? Yeah. But that game was just weird and <clears throat> wacky. Um, Ohio State controlled it throughout. Yeah. And then got sidetracked for a few minutes, had a couple of wacky plays go against them. But as soon as the as soon as the heat got turned up, they said, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Forget it. It's still Indiana. And they just went and beat them. Yeah. I think Freezer alluded to it earlier. You, you get a clunker sometimes. That is clearly the best team they've played. Um, Indiana's okay. They're pretty good. They've got a dynamic quarterback. Um, but that's the first time Ohio State's really even been remotely tested. And ultimately, they Hankins True Score Index puts that at about a 12-point game. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. It was just, you know, they were due to, like you said, have a clunker. They played a pretty good quarterback, and they still won the game, like, comfortably. I think Indiana had a shot near the end to maybe tie it up. But, uh, yeah, I mean, Ohio State's still really good. Um, I don't think there's any other quarterbacks in the league that are that dynamic. So they should cruise into the playoffs because they don't have to play Indiana again. They're in the same division. And they don't play Wisconsin, right? Correct. Yeah, yeah. Nobody over there can touch them. Well, they are going to have to. Uh... <clears throat> oh no! And they got Master P. You're toting that rock. <laughs> yeah, it's um, and they've already uh, gotten past um, uh, Michigan. So you know, they. Oh, oh no! Sorry. Uh, yeah, they have. You're right. <laughs> they've already gotten past Michigan. That game's over. Michigan, by the way, was uh, um, doubled their win total this week. It only took him three overtimes against Rutgers. This was a game where Rutgers had a couple shots in uh, an overtime to win it, but just could not pull the trigger. Um, you know, it was just a weird, weird game that went Jim Harbaugh's way. So maybe he's back on the in the good graces of the fans. I don't uh, know. I would like to speak on that, Freezer. Okay. <laughs> You're a roving reporter right here. Boots on the ground in Big Ten country for a couple days this week. Ooh. This guy right here, the intrepid Matt Hankins, can tell you right now, he is not in the good graces of that fan base from the representative sample I saw at the Mommy Ohio Antique Mall. He is not in the good graces. Um, I'm – I'm doing a little, some light antiquing, just going around, checking out a few stalls, and I hear a very distinct Michigan accent talking. It's from a guy who's uh, working in the store, and he's talking about the game. And I couldn't tell exactly. I, I came in the middle of it, so I don't know if he's in Ohio. Because I'm, I'm, I'm like 20 miles from Detroit, but I'm also in Ohio in an antique store. So you got a lot of converging factors coming in on me. So I can't tell exactly what he's talking about. So I'm picking up the context. Like, okay, okay. He's talking about Michigan. And he is just the, – the thing he kept saying over and over was, I, I, I'd never seen anything like it. I just never seen anything like it. I can't <laughs> believe it. Did you see what Harbaugh said? Jeez, Louise, we got to – I never seen anything like it. I've never seen anything like it. I knew when we missed the field goal, we're going to lose the game. Oh, my God, we're going to lose this game. I cannot believe it. And that was the sentiment all over the store from a lot of Michigan fans somehow who were there. Um, they ain't having it, dude. They are fucking – they're not even angry. They're just in disbelief. They are shocked and dismayed at the Maumee Antique Furniture Mall about this Harbaugh business. 
Yeah, it seems like, I don't know, <laughs> it taking three overtimes to beat Rutgers <clears throat> by six might be a worse outcome than losing to Wisconsin last week. It might be a worse outcome than losing to Rutgers. <laughs> <laughs> it means you were trying. God, it, it does set up the interesting matchup this week of a what is it two and three Michigan versus an zero and five Penn State. Oh, 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 I mean, loser leaves town match. Pump maybe? it into my veins. Ooh. I got to see what time that game kicks off. I can Surely tell you what time the... that game ticks, kicks off. Did it get big, big noon? noon? You know it's big noon. I don't what? know. I, don't I can't know believe it. But it's got to be big noon. It's got to be big noon. It's got to be big noon. I'll check in. It's got to be. When the, when the Nittany Lions and the Wolverines hook it up, it's got to be big noon. It seems like it's one of those games that they penciled in, you know, two months ago when the schedule came out. Surely, like Fox jumped on those rights. That. They ain't flexing that out. No, big noon. This says Nebraska and I. Oh, that's Friday. That's Friday. Sorry. Friday, there's a game on Fox. Big noon. I don't see a game. Uh, Michigan, Penn State's 11 o'clock on ABC. Oh, that's no... even bigger than big noon. There must be a Big 12 must have got the big noon spot. That's even bigger than big noon. That's primetime ABC, baby. Oh, gosh. Big noon is Texas Tech and Oklahoma State. Gross. Yeah, but but primetime, you know, that's that's the the main channel, the mothership. ABC gets that game. And ugh, who did Penn State lose to this past week to go to 0-5? Iowa. And it wasn't even close. I think it was like 40 to 20. Waving bye-bye to Franklin's ass. Oof. Ooh. Yeah, I like it. Ooh-wee. This has been the best Big Ten football season maybe ever. Yeah. I'm, uh, I'm concerned. It's definitely been the most entertaining conference this year. <clears throat> um, yeah, I mean, that's all I really had in the in the Big Ten, is, you know, just aside from Iowa really just beating the hell out of, out of Penn State. Um. Oh, who five. does it hurt more? Who 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 does it hurt more to lose the Michigan Penn State game? I think it hurts I, Michigan more. Yeah, yeah, I think Harbaugh, if he loses that to an 0 and five Penn State team, that's I think Penn State's had a couple of guys that are out for the season too. So, you know, the 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 wagon. Um yeah, I think Penn State fans have probably accepted this year's a complete bust, so they will take they've they already known they're gonna take some lumps. Uh, so I, I don't think another loss on the resume would really hurt Franklin that much when you're 0 5 going 0 and 6. Eh, you know, that doesn't seem to matter a whole lot, but I mean, going from to agree with that. two and oh! three to two and four will really hurt. One thing we forgot to talk about in the old Big Ten, one thing we forgot to talk about. How about what them Northwestern's alive? 5 and 0? How about them Alina? Ah. Uh, now Huge. I did not wa- get to watch this game, but Illinois is now I think two and two, <laughs> two and three. That's, that's bowl two eligible. Three. Two and three. <laughs> it might be bowl eligible with Penn State, you know, not not uh falling down and, that bowl ladder. And mm. Nebraska playing Nebraska not, or excuse me, Wisconsin not getting to six games. Period. <laughs> Ugh. So they're two and three. I mean, they've beaten. Who'd they beat Nebraska and Rutgers? Rutgers? So they start out 0 and 3 and turn it around. Two game winning streak. Sounds like a winning streak to me, boys. Sounds like Lovey's got this train on the tracks. They do host Ohio State this weekend. So I, you know, upset alert. That's that's uh, Sean Major's uh, lock of the week. (laughs) 
take uh, Illinois straight up. Man, wow. uh, Nebraska sucks. Yeah, they're not a good team. Scott Frost is not a good uh, coach. Um, is this <laughs> the worst performance by a defending national championship coach? I know I ask this every week, but <laughs> yes. it keeps getting worse. It keeps getting worse. Yeah, they're now one in three. Um, goodness gracious, it's not great for them. They did beat Penn State. That's their one. So, <laughs> <laughs> which is great. That is great that that's their one this year. Mm. Forty-one to twenty-three. The Illini rolled them up. Rolled them up. Rolled them straight up. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I think I think uh, James Franklin's on his way out to. I I think he's going to be the next coach at USC. I don't know. Since they're now three and zero, they have weathered whatever storm had hit them early in the season. I don't know. I don't I know how you, that, you can fire that guy. Yeah. I mean, they uh, had every opportunity, and they hadn't pulled the trigger for some reason. He knows where those bodies are buried, baby. Big 12. Um, Oklahoma uh, got their groove back against Oklahoma State. Yeah, that was sort of a game. I think we Fred were all – we all knew Oklahoma is still the class of the league. We've never bought into Oklahoma State. Gundy always shits the bed uh-huh. against them when they have a chance to fully grasp the conference. They let it slip through their fingers every year, and they keep that coach. So this is – they've made their bed, and now they lay in it with uh, the mullet. So they're going to get those mullet pubes everywhere in that bed because that's the road they've decided to travel on. What is, what is a mullet pube? Is that just look like – is that like a tiny, hairy – uh, comma. You know, look yeah. it up on Pornhub, baby. <laughs> What's Pornhub? The subreddit. Oh, okay. <clears throat> um, that's really all I got in the Big 12. Texas is back. Uh, well, they're back. I mean, they they beat. You don't just go into Kansas and you don't walk into you don't walk into Rock Chalk Jayhawk and come out with a win. Where does you Kansas do play their home ball? Lawrence. Lawrence. You don't Lawrence. walk into Lawrence. Come out with a win. Yeah, let me look at the Big 12 standings because I think it's kind of a three-way tape, uh, three-way toss-up now. Yeah, Iowa State, Oklahoma, and Texas now. Uh, let's see. Yeah, Oklahoma, Iowa State's six and one, followed by Oklahoma five and two, and Texas at four and two. So, you know, those will be two of the representatives of the in the Big 12 championship game will come from those three teams. So. Oof. And I mean, nobody else is really even sitting there either. But the, I don't know. Everybody's got two comp or everybody's got two losses at the top. Uh, yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Texas plays Iowa State this week, so that's that's a pretty big game. That's sexy. That mu- is that big noon? No, uh, that's, that's not, not even big. Noon. How is that not big noon? I don't know why they chose that Oklahoma State. They must have like had to pick it three weeks in advance or something. The the mullet must have a contract that says he's got to be on big. It's probably one of those. Everybody's got to be on big noon. Once it could be there should there's probably a rotation factor. And I guess ABC got bedlam, so that's going to take one sexy game See, away. Iowa State and Texas is Friday at eleven o'clock. Oh um, so, yeah. Mm, mm. Oh, day after Thanksgiving. Okay. Yes. That's yes. why. Okay. All right. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. All right. Box. 
Big noon. Game, game of the week. You should have saw how angry Sean was at Gus Johnson all day Saturday. For oh, I can imagine. I can imagine he does not was... care for that guy. At one point, he cut holes in his pillowcase and put them on. <laughs> Those were for my legs. <laughs> I don't have any. I don't have any clean underwear. <clears throat> uh, ACC. Does Pitt have any chance against Clemson? No, nah, not if Trevor Lawrence is back. They've got some some pent up energy because FSU ducked them. So you know, they're they should be rare into play. I really hope Dabo has them so concentrated on Florida State that they lose to Pitt. <laughs> it would be even nice. stranger about that thing. Their quarterback, face of the franchise, all the things, tested positive. They did not lose a single game. Was this the first Clemson cancellation of the year? Correct, yes. Yeah. So he's blowing up about this. The first time it's happened to him all year, literally everyone else has had to deal with this in some way – shape, form, or fashion, and he blows up because he doesn't get to get a 40-point victory over Florida State with a sickly team. Yeah, wasn't a great look, but that's that's Dabo. He digs his heel in. He'll. What did he say a couple years ago that we don't have a race problem in this country? We have a sin problem. Uh-huh. I mean, he picks uh-huh. weird, that weird battles to, paid, to die on. Go do something else because there's too much entitlement. Yeah. He definitely picks some weird, weird things to, to buckle his uh, heels in and, and not give up an inch on. Well, that new, um, <clears throat> that new. Uh, I, once before you go, Shawnee, I just want to read a headline from the Orlando Sentinel, mm-hmm. and I Find say that paper. because it's in Orlando. Mm-hmm. Clemson coach Dabo Swinney makes fool of himself. <laughs> if the Orlando Sentinel says you've made a fool of yourself. You've made a real fool of yourself, out of yourself. Um, yeah, it doesn't make uh, doesn't make a whole lot of sense. I mean, the uh, it's just it's just those boneheaded, like unsafe, <clears throat> uncreal moves that it's it, it's like um, oh, in in that Ohio State Indiana game. You know, they were up by seven. They had a, they had a fourth and goal, and they decided to go for it and go up by fourteen rather than go up by ten. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think Ohio State actually pulled something like that and they uh, almost let us back into it in the playoffs, like 2014 or something. Kept play, he kept throwing the ball. Yeah. Why? Why do coaches do that sometimes? Even though we think that they're they're brilliant, that they're <clears throat> is it just they're leaning too heavily on their offensive coordinators? You know, some guys. I Have think. Luck. I think a lot of times these coaches get caught up in the new metrics, and. You know, the new metrics say in certain situations, you do this, you do this, you do that all the time. Style points. And when they do it, they, 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 when they want to listen, they listen and they get caught up in it. Or, you know, if you're, if you're a coach that's really good all the time, your inclination is going to be, I know better. Because you do. You do know better. Yeah. Dabo yeah. usually does know better. Saban does know better. Uh, Urban Meyer does know better. But sometimes you're just going to bonehead it up because it's a fucking weird ball that you're playing with out there and people. Yeah, I think it's just one of those things. I guess, you know, they, they they obviously know their teams better than we do, and they must have seen the attitude on the offensive line or whatever. Their quarterback is having a, a heck of a drive, and they think they can convert. So, you know, they, they trust them. You know, that's why they make the big bucks, I guess. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, are we, are we ever – I just feel like we're around the corner just from, like, the, 
finding out like Dabo's used the N word or. Mm-hmm. What, you, are you going to be surprised by that? No, 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 not at all. And with with this new um, social media platform, Parlor, just being hacked, we <laughs> might be. Uh, what in the world is Parlor? <laughs> Parlor is a Facebook type social media app okay. that a lot of conservatives, oh. because of the conspiracy theories that they were sharing on Facebook, kept getting blocked because they mm-hmm. weren't true. They decided to go to Parlor. Yeah. Ah, so First Amendment is what we're talking about. Yeah, sounds like we're talking about free speech over there at Parliament. I'm going to look at the Parliament thing. I bet they'll. I bet I'll be very well received over there. I will say this about Dabo and the N word. I think when we <laughs> when we get that about Dabo, I don't think it will be malicious intent. I don't. He's. I don't. He. I don't see him as that dude. Like he'll just be going into. He'll be the, rapping. Uh, is what's going to happen. Something. Like it will be a. It will be a scenario he'll be where singing he's singing. Hit him up in his car. Exactly. Or he'll be in the uh, in a celebratory thing in the locker room, and he'll just yell out, "Where are all my ends at?" And do he'll be dance. doing karaoke on it a cruise ship. It will be ship. something like that that gets Dabo. Mm-hmm. Yes, he'll be doing karaoke on a cruise ship, and fucking <laughs> Gold Digger will come on. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't stop one of us in on this podcast. <laughs> oh, and not the one that you think. Uh, let's go to the SEC. Just means more. Just means more. Just means more. Um, I guess we can save talking tide for the last per usual. Do you have any turkeys or, or, or Thanksgivings? Oh yeah, that's right. It is the last last uh, podcast before Thanksgiving. So Hankins, sad when it's the last one of any of these. Uh, you will have to hit the theme for us one last time. We're here for thanks or turkey of the week. <laughs> and my turkey of the week goes to one UCF for losing <laughs> their uh, their last shot at relevance this year against Cincinnati. They lost the game. Love it. They blew Love it. it. Uh, my and thanks had, it, had it licked too. Mm. My thanks this week goes to uh, Oklahoma for beating Mike Gundy. Uh, showing Mike Gundy, who's boss of the league, who's boss of the state, uh, you know, sauce boss, all that stuff. Put those mullet pubes away for one more year. <laughs> Did a big thanks for me, and this segment for the year. But next week, fear not, because we do have Grinch or Santa of the week coming up. So yes, we do, man. Yes, we do. I hope you, we get a Grinch voice this year. I was going to ask, it, it, you know. I hope there's a Grinch voice, and I, I, I don't feel like I'm alone. I'll, I'll workshop it. I'll start working on it now, so it'll be like Jim Carrey's Joe Biden, you know, which is really good. Yeah, yeah. Like Jim so, Carrey's Grinch. You know. It was great. I mean, yeah. Oh, that's right. <laughs> um, just kind of going around the horn here. Uh, around the horn. Florida, Florida beat the shit out of Vanderbilt. Not that by was, enough, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, not by they, enough. They Vegas drew up index yards. says Vandy won. 
they rolled up yards. Kyle Trask got them stats, but it was still relatively relatively close. They won by twenty ish, maybe twenty one. Gave up a lot of points to Vandy, is what yeah. they did. Now I I did not see that, so those could be garbage time points. But I don't care. I get mad when Alabama gives up garbage time points, so I'm going to judge Florida by the same accord. Oh man, so scary when Judge Hankins comes out. Um, well, yeah, here we go. <laughs> God, I missed that segment. That is the thing I missed the most about college football television programming is when Reese Davis would be the judge and Lou Holtz and oh, Mark May would have to oh, be. Oh, my God. Yes. That was so good. Oh, yes. I miss it so bad. Bring it back. Uh. Mark, Mark May was so bad at it. Lou <laughs> Holtz was <laughs> even worse. <laughs> Reese, Reese they made Reese wear the fucking judges. <laughs> he yeah. And he set up really he tall. He had a gavel, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> See, like, that's – even though, like, Derek, Mark May and Lou Holtz are bad at it, like, that's just the same, quote-unquote, material that SEC Shorts uses. You're not wrong. You're not wrong. Like, they just do that uh, – nope, nope, not going to do it. Auburn, Tennessee – uh, Jeremy Pruitt needs to be fired. <laughs> rap, bud. It is a fudging rap. The Run sack? it back, boys. Get Smoky Mountain fucking puss well, back on replay because it's back. The sad thing for Tennessee is they gave this dude a contract extension over the summer. And Philip Fulmer got a contract extension. So they have, you know, they're in bed with, you know, a pumpkin and a guy with no pubes, baby, because he's bald. <laughs> That's who they're a in guy bed who with, baby. doesn't know how a neck mask works. Mm-hmm. It's a Where is it threesome. like a babushka? Mm-hmm. Well, during the uh, during the, the post game, <laughs> during the post game, Jeremy Pruitt was asked about uh, offensive coordinator uh, Jim Chaney's performance against Auburn. He said, "Did you watch the game? We had more yards than they did." <laughs> well, let's ask Jeremy Pruitt about his defense then. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, they. Uh, yeah, not a not a good look for Jeremy Pruitt, uh, especially afterward. Um, he was even in that um, in the post game interview. He was asked what he'd have to say to fans who have questions about the direction of the program. He Go said, to hell, get a job. <laughs> That's not my job. My job is to coach. That's not my job. That's not my job. <laughs> so they call me a head coach. Ugh. <laughs> I, I would assume that next year is it has to be his make or break year. I, I just don't think they can pull the trigger because. Who are they going to get? It's just been a revolving door of coaches. I guess you could try Hugh Freeze, but I don't know if he'll get any love from the SEC office. I just don't know who who wants that job. It is legitimately funny that Jeremy Pruitt is struggling in year two, year three. I think it might be year three. Yeah. Year three. Meanwhile, Greg Schiano, who was passed up by the fan base, is kind of making Rutgers like not Rutgers. How is it Rutgers is the only place Greg Schiano can find <laughs> any success? What is it about Greg Schiano when them feet touch down in Patterson? When them feet touch Hoboken? When them feet touch <laughs> um, fucking uh, Jersey City? Camden? When he goes to when he goes to Camden? Flies out of Newark. Great. When he, when, he, when he touches down on that sweet New Jersey soil, there's Garden something State, that he baby. just – Wake up the echoes, boys. When he um, touched down and see caucus, it's a wrap. <laughs> we got some pretty good New Jersey cities, don't we? 
Uh, yeah, not not looking good. Not looking good. Who who gets fired first, Jeremy Pruitt or uh, Jim Harbaugh? Mm, I think that's it's, a spicy it's Harbaugh. meat to call I, I still think it's Harbaugh. I'm gonna put my money on Jeremy Pruitt. Okay. I don't think Michigan's got the gumption to fire him. Maybe he leaves under his own shame. Maybe they sit around the Thanksgiving table this year and his brother says, what are you doing to our family legacy? And the dad is just sitting there crying. Why do I have one son that won a Super Bowl and I have another son who just wears dumb pants? What did I do wrong? What did I do wrong? I mean, the dumb pants son did take the 49ers to three consecutive NFC champions. Mm-hmm. Yep, he did. He did. He took, uh, he took the uh, Wolverines to – Six consecutive losses to Ohio State. <laughs> hey, he uh, he tied for first in the division one time. I mean, he had the best player in college football history, Jabril Peppers, mm-hmm. on his team. He played both got, sides of the ball. And Hank got shit to show for it, man. You had the Jabril, baby. He started satellite camps. I, can't, I always forget about that, how fucking dumb – that back and forth was um <clears throat> uh f- like we said florida had no trouble against uh or a little trouble against Vanderbilt. uh georgia mississippi state georgia almost fucked this one up too yeah they did they uh they found a quarterback this dude who'd been riding the bench all season jt daniels yeah he uh threw for like 400 yards so you know too little too late so they needed that against florida and alabama so you know they can start playing for next year to get that guy uh, run some routes, get them developed. But this year's pretty much a bust. Um, you know, Mississippi State somehow made that game competitive. So hats off to Mississippi By State. By running the ball also, I think. Like, it was a weird, grinded-out kind of game for a while. Yeah, and Mississippi State came, was a, a team this past week who had COVID issues all over the place. They traveled with less players than were – uh, actually required by the conference to play the game. So Mississippi State could have postponed this game, but they decided to play and they They played. didn't dodge like okay. Seminoles. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's good news for Kirby Smart. Maybe they found a quarterback. They didn't find a quarterback, Freezer. <laughs> they didn't. They got and they didn't. They were, they were also playing Mississippi State. They didn't find a quarterback, Freezer, because I don't think Kirby's capable of doing that. Mm-hmm. I don't think he knows what they look like. <laughs> he had one and decided that, no, 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 I'm going to go with Jake Fromm. That's the guy I want here. Uh, I guess it's time for Tide Talk. Nothing else. Nothing else, right? Yeah, yeah talking Tide. Um, speaking of uh, Hankins, this, um, I do see how you were the only one to pick Florida to go to the SEC championship. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Don't look at any of the other predictions, though. Don't look at anything <laughs> else. T- teams that'll disappoint Georgia. You know, you're mm-hmm. getting there. Mm-hmm. Um, Creel, how was how was the experience at a uh, stripped yeah. down version of the football game? You went to live labor is going crazy. I will say it's everything I hoped and wished a game day experience could and should be. Um, <laughs> Light you know, traffic, there. easy access. Yes, all of that is true. The town is dead. Uh, other than a, a wreck on the way to the game, which slowed us down, you know, it's it's in and out real quick, coming and going. You can get from Birmingham to, to Tuscaloosa and be parked and walking to wherever you want to park, wherever you want to walk on campus within 40 minutes. Um, 
walking around campus. It is like walking around like on a Saturday or something. There's just people milling around. Restaurants are open, but they're very, very empty. Uh, masks are required when you walk in somewhere. Uh, when you go to the stadium, it's easy to get in. You know, usually there's lines and people like, oh, I got to take off my belt. What is this? The airport? You know, just the usual Joe Schmoes <laughs> slow everything yeah. down. Some asshole just doing a bit in the line. Yes, yes. There, there's none of that. It's, it's easy. Uh, if you want to go to the bathroom, you don't have to walk over six people sitting in your aisle. You just walk, walk straight there. There's uh, toilets there that are easy to use. There's no line. Same thing with the concession stand. You walk up there, you tell them what you want. There's no line. They don't pour drinks. They just have, you know, 16 ounce bottles. You grab that. You say you want some nachos. It's just prepackaged. It's all that. You pay with cards. Um, it's so nice. What do you attribute it that? It is so nice. Why is this experience so different than, say, what I see in an, in an Athens where people are just all over each other. There's more, or like what we saw in the Big 12, where there's seemingly a lot more people in the stands than should be maybe in the stands. Or is some of that just attributed to the fact that Alabama seats 100,000, and so everybody's just dispersed? Well, I know all the SEC stadiums seat a lot of people. Um, I noticed when I watched the Auburn home games, it seemed like there's a lot more people on the lower bowl than there are at the Alabama games. I don't know if it's just because blue shows up better on TV. I don't know. Uh, but I don't know what to attribute it to. It might just be that Alabama has better ticket processes where only people get it that have the tickets can get in. There's less counterfeits. I don't know what to attribute it to. Um, maybe the team's so good and people don't feel like they have to go all the time. I mean, that's, yeah. I mean, uh, yeah, you're 35 point favorite against Kentucky. It's a, it's against Kentucky. Who's not any good. They're not going to travel a whole lot of people. I don't know what to attribute it to because it was uh, lovely weather. So that shouldn't have kept people away. Um, but for someone who doesn't like crowds or waiting in lines, it was a great experience. Is can, there a lot of enforcement or is everybody just kind of like, look, we know the deal by now. Uh, well, master, master definitely required. And I'll put that in quotes. Like yeah. Walking, yeah. That's what I'm getting in, at. Like, mm -hmm. Walking in the stadium, of course, walking to your seat, there's ushers and uh, whatnot, or walking to the concession stand that's required. But once you sit down, there's no real enforcement. Yeah. Um, maybe there's more shaming on the lower bowl because there's a chance he could be on TV, but I sit in the upper bowl. So like, you know, it's much more lax than I would have, hoped or uh, liked to happen, but that's just the way it was. I mean, there's, there's a lot of distance between the seats. There was at least 10, 10 feet between myself and my party and the next uh, set of fans. So how did it impact the stadium ambiance? They pipe in some white mm. noise, uh, you know, between mm. plays, just this rabble, 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 uh, <laughs> you know, they played this podcast. Yeah, uh, so that's playing. White Noise, this podcast. Um, the band plays some songs. They, Starring they play Michael Brightside? What was it? Was it Jumping When Mr. Brightside Popped Off? Mr. Brightside does not get the, the booty shaking, but they still play it. <laughs> um, you know, it was, it was better than most game day experiences. Uh, I'm going to head down for the Iron Bowl. Maybe the atmosphere will be a little bit more oh, we'll rabid than usual. We'll see how that goes but, in comparison. I just don't know how it how it's any sort of home field advantage to play in a stadium like that. Like it can't be. You should be able to get all your calls and your signs in. Uh, yes, you shouldn't be bothered on third downs. 
Um, so it'll be interesting to see if there's a little more, bit more jazz and whatnot in the stands. But as far as the game itself, um, Kentucky played good in the first quarter and probably should have had a lead because they got to the red zone three times. Um, but the Alabama offense and defense after that first quarter really took control and the game was over. Two weeks in a row of just not having to worry about stuff. Yeah, it was nice. I don't know how – I forgot how that felt. And I, I, that sounds crazy because we've been two really games successful. In a row, not two weeks in a row. But Yeah, but it, it, it did feel a little weird. I left early, which I – that's a rarity. Um, yeah. Had some mitigating circumstances, but I left early <laughs> from you watching said, the game. You said uh, rats off to you. Rats off to you, guys. 49 is enough for me. But, yeah, they look good. Everybody did. Kentucky's not good. Kentucky's a bad football team. Yeah, Kentucky, I thought, would put up more of a fight, and they did in the first quarter. Um, I think they were also dealing with some COVID and injuries. So, I think once they got down big, uh, they're not a team built to come back. Mm -mm. So, I think that really uh, must They're out of wide receivers to play quarterback. Yeah. Um, So, it was a good win for Alabama, Uh, you know. The only the only concerning factor for Alabama was once Slade Bolden got hurt, yes. and we were uh, trying out Devonte Smith's punt returns, and he like kept returning. It's like, dude, stop! Wave your hand and just stop. wave that hand. Wave that. We, hand. we know you could probably do this, but you don't got to show us. We already lost one. Yeah, that uh, was the only concerning factor it, for me. What was number nineteen, Steve? <laughs> What's his name? Is this one of the running backs, like the third or fourth he string was, one? He was the Bolton's replacement. Number He was a wide receiver. Oh, receiver. Like, um, I don't Billingsley? know. Billingsley? Billingsley. Steve okay. Billingsley, I believe, was what we called him. I don't know if that's his name or not. <laughs> I was very high. Um, but at any rate, I bring that up because, my God, can y'all imagine there's a time in Alabama football history where we just pull receivers out of the ether? Wide receivers. All our lives, we knew about four. My God, DJ Hall was the best wide receiver we had mm-hmm. ever seen. Since David Palmer. Since David Palmer. <laughs> and that's not even an exaggeration. No, it's not. And neither one of them would make the team. David Palmer would make the team. But like a DJ Hall would not be on the team now. Nor yeah. would Keith Brown. Nor would Keith Brown or Prince Wembley. <laughs> With his giant glove. Yeah, the, the Alabama recruiting staff and whatnot, they, they've hit some home runs. There have been some more hits. This are rare. Like the, it's like you said, the cupboard is stocked. Formerly running back you, and I barely even know who our third guy is. Also, that was a subtle shift that happened, I guess, after Derrick Henry is we just stopped the two-back system. Yeah, because, I mean, we still have Trey Sanders in that depth chart. Yeah. And he, he's, it, you know – in the in mystery part. hospital. Yeah. Um, well, guys, I think that's it. Um, next week, the big games are mm-hmm. – <laughs> uh, big game, of course, is the is the Iron Bowl. Uh, Creel, are you – is there any circumstances where you would not go to that? Uh, if it started snowing or if uh, – I don't know. So, a national tragedy occurred? Are you – are you like Nostradamusing this or something? No, no, I'm just wondering uh, if it's if it's like a six six p.m. Uh, oh no, three. it's it's a two thirty kickoff. Okay, um, there you go. 
Uh, I'm not looking forward to it, you know, because mm-hmm. I think yeah. Bo Nix can make some plays. He's still sort of, the, the quarterback that the the type that we struggle against sometimes. So they're better than Kentucky. Um, if they can score early, they can they can make it a ball game. Yeah, I hope they don't come out hot. That's for sure. God. Hey, Hankins has has Malzahn been saving some plays? You know, look, look, look. He saves plays every year for the Iron Bowl. <laughs> He is the most successful coach in the conference versus Nick Saban. Um, there's no reason that Auburn should be on the field with Alabama in the fourth quarter. It should be a three-score game by then, but we all know it won't. Mm-hmm. We know it won't be that because it's the fudge and iron bowl. So I, I, nothing on the field says it should happen, but it's the iron bowl. And – anything can and always does like it it because i don't think this auburn team is one of those that was so terrible that alabama just blows them out like a few of them that happened during this run so that means if it's an if it's an auburn team that can be equal they will be equal plus that's just what that's how you it have goes. A, a wacky score um 37 <laughs> to 25 <laughs> mm-hmm. That's about right. That's pretty wacky. The real clown car of football never, sports. Never. <laughs> um, well, I guess that's it, guys. Episode one eighty three, I think, of Throw the Flag is in the books. Only seventeen more to in, in just four short months. We'll be at. Uh, we'll break off two hundo. <laughs> <laughs> right around the start of next season. God, I know I'm looking forward to it. Are you? Thought so. Um, well, guys, let's uh, let's end this episode like we end every single episode. You ready, boys? One, two, three. Oh, oh snail, yeah. yeah. So
Let's go.